Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus 15% off your first order with code Odyssey. So head to b o l l and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Next hour on the show, we will get to all, all the other line moves for Week 18 in the National Football League and the rest of the quarterback news. Only hit on two of them in the last segment. We got a lot we have to get to. Plus, we'll at least start the playoff sim. At this rate, maybe we carry it into tomorrow. We'll see if we can get through all of it, though. What our projected point spreads would be for matchups on Wild Card Weekend. And uh, if we think the games are going to go the way we think they're going to this weekend, then we may get a couple different matchups on Wild Card Weekend. We will discuss all of it today and tomorrow on the show in an effort to get you, dear listener and dear viewer, ready to bet the NFL postseason next weekend. And how great is that? Eric Eager joins us next hour on the show as well, talking week 18. But how about how about this? Joining us right now on the show. Now, normally his uh, his podcast teammate and uh, teammate over at Betsperts and 4 for 4, Connor Allen joins us um, on Thursdays during football season on You Better You Bet. This, this dude goes to Mexico at the end of the season for two weeks every year. Does, does like... Does he know that there are still games going on? Like, does he think the season's over? Or is he just like, I- I'm doesn't out. care. What a jerk. Good, 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 yeah. good, good for him. I wish that were me. God bless him. We are very happy to welcome into the show a guy who's been on You Better, You Better a number of times. He's excellent. It's our friend Ryan Noonan. He does a great job at 4 for 4 and Betsperts and the co-host of the Move the Line podcast along with Connor and our other pal, uh, John Daigle. Ryan is on Twitter at Rye, R-Y, Noonan. Ryan, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy New Year. How's it going? Happy New Year to you both. I appreciate you having me on. I uh, am a big fan of uh, all the stuff that you guys do. Absolutely incredible content. And I'm the host of that damn show, Nick. I, my, my back hurts. And then this SOB goes down to Mexico for two weeks every year at this time. So, you know, I I, I wish I, would, I could be Colin Allen when I grow up, uh, even though he's significantly younger than I am. But, uh, you know, look, he, we had a show this morning. I want to give him credit, though. Like, he's down in Mexico. But we still did our show this morning. You know, we got our prop show on Friday. He'll be there. So he's still... He's still working in between Margs and tacos and uh, wherever else he's doing down there. So yeah, I I want to be Connor Allen when I grow up. Yeah, that's a, that's a it's a good political answer, and he's still doing the work, like you mentioned. On like kind of yeah. a tricky week 
Ryan too. Like I know we're kind of you're you're in spot duty here. It's like congratulations. Here's week eighteen when like no one knows anything and it's all like completely ridiculous. How do you generally approach a week like this from like a betting standpoint? Whether it's props, like do you find angles that you like there? I know <laughs> incentive props have been a topic of conversation on Twitter recently. Is it sides and totals, and you feel like you can handicap motivation maybe better than most people? Like do you do you stay away completely and go to Mexico? Like what's kind of your approach with week eighteen here uh, in terms of like how active you are and how successful? yeah you know i think it's a great question i think it's an information market more than you know when we talk about like information markets and draft season and stuff like that more than um you know more than any other normal week and i think it's it's like you have those short windows where you have to be able to capitalize and i think some of these numbers across the board right now are guesses and i don't know how you can actually say that it's anything but right we are some sort of mix of historical information of what teams do and how they react in this situation trying to properly weight what their week 18 motivation is based off of what's going on for them in week 19. Uh, so it's it's very, it just is, you have to be pliable uh, depending on what's going on. I think there's some more, for me, more in-game betting opportunities, especially in the prop market based off of what's going on. Uh, the, I think the league does a decent job at kind of putting, you know, light games together in terms of, you know, what needs to happen and how those kind of trickle out. So you can you know, I, but I think that does open up even more live betting opportunities as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would hate to just say I'm going to cross it out. Now, there are games that I think as we stand now on a Wednesday afternoon that are not of interest to me in, in any way, shape or form, because we are straight guessing of what's going on. I think probably leaning unders on props, too, especially if they're posting full game lines for players that have any chance of not playing at all. Uh, the incentive stuff is funny. I mean, it, wildly irresponsible. Uh, and I you know like it's great information, but like, I, shout out to Pozzola. I think he had a great thread around like pricing. Like, just I, I suggest you should look at this. And it's like we have no idea if it's like plus two hundred or minus one sixty. And it's like those things matter a ton. So uh, whether they're baked into the line or not, I don't think that that's really a thing. But I think you just ha stay pliable, stay plugged in. Like if you want to death scroll on Twitter these days, uh, that's something that I don't really enjoy doing much anymore. But I think it's a good week for it because you might be able to stumble in into some information. Yeah, I had one of my friends message me, like a thread. I actually think it's the thread you're talking about, uh, Ryan, of like, do you think this matters? And I was like, well, let me tell you all the reasons why I, I'm, I'm not really sure it does. But in, in, in any event, uh, Ryan, you mentioned that, you know, there are some games you don't like this weekend. And I think the inference there is maybe there are some games that, that you do like. So whether it's like a hypothetical live betting angle that you think that, that you will find yourself like in position to take advantage of coming up on Sunday or a pregame wager that you like, a side or a total, give us like one or two of your favorite looks coming up week 18 in the NFL. I'm fascinated about what's going on here in the first game of the week with the Steelers and the Ravens. Um, I, I think we, we kind of know there's just so many moving parts, right? And we have, uh, you know, a team where Baltimore – is in, they're locked in. We know what happened. We also have some historical stuff around what happened with Baltimore last time they were in the spot, sat their guys, it came out not so fresh the first time out and got, you know, bolt raced by Tennessee. Um, and then you have the other side where like, all right, Pittsburgh wins if they're in. Uh, Baltimore probably, that would also, you know, make it a little bit harder for Buffalo to get in. Uh, is, is like Baltimore benefiting from keeping Buffalo out? Is that something that they're thinking about? Or is that something that we just fill space and content with? Or is that actually a part of their handicap? And then you're also going to tell me that they're going to lay down to let their division rival into the into the game uh, or into the playoffs. Like that seems really weird to me as well. So it's currently definitely baked in, right? We feel like we have a, a Pittsburgh and now we're out to four. Even we have, you know, Pittsburgh being favored here, but whenever we get the actual news, 
even though it's baked in, because we know how these things go, there will be a market reaction, even if it's a blimp in time, where this will get even more pits. If the news is Baltimore is sitting, guys, or even half a game, um, and the books have already kind of accounted for first half, first quarter stuff for that. So I don't think there's an edge there before the game kicks. But like Baltimore getting money, getting more than a field goal, like ballooning out to five and a half or whatever happens here. Uh, Baltimore is very, very interesting to me. Um, I can't imagine that they're having a discussion around like, we need to let the Steelers in because we want to keep Buffalo out, which is something that I've you know heard discussed. So uh, Baltimore getting points seems like or, yeah, something that I wanted back, um, regardless of what's going on with Mason Rudolph. This is a team that wins all the time in the in the uh, you know preseason with backups. Like they're going to win football games. Like they're going to be competitive. So Baltimore getting points here at home uh, in Week 18 seems like a play that I like quite a bit, depending on where it goes. I don't want to get it now because I don't think we're done moving. And Ryan, to your point, you mentioned like the Ravens uh, when they were 14 and two. That was the last time Lamar Jackson won most valuable player figures to get a second award this time. Harbaugh coach of the yep. year, uh, but you know, bye, and then obviously come out and lose to Tennessee that season. Uh, they hosted the Pittsburgh Steelers in the final week of the regular season. Lamar didn't play. RG3 started at quarterback. Duck Hodges, that was the Duck Hodges year for, for Pittsburgh. They were 8-7 and seven going into that game. I think they had a very narrow playoff scenario in play for them, like needed a bunch of things to happen. Uh, final, So Ravens playing for nothing. RG3 at quarterback. Final score, Ravens 28, Steelers 10. Just to give people an idea of like, it doesn't have to be the the fake game. It also doesn't have to be 28-10, but like a lot of things are in play potentially in how this game could play out. And that was a fake game for the Ravens. They didn't need the game whatsoever. They, they sat all of their starters. Uh, you, you mentioned off the air that you had a couple, like there's probably a first on this show, tackle props. I think you said that you like defensive <laughs> props are offered in a bunch of domestic sports books for a bunch of games, especially on key players. Did I hear that right? And if so, what are those? Yeah, so this is actually the majority. I mean, I would say um, on a given week, 75, 80% of the action that I have uh, on a football Sunday is on the defensive side and props. Uh, because, well, first of all, it kind of started as a as a bet last year with Connor and I. Um, but it became like, I noticed there's a massive edge. Uh, it's a, you know... Um, you know, liquidity could be an issue, but there are like increasingly number, uh, you know, growing number of books that offer them, which helps, um, you know, if you can get into some PPHs, there's some other stuff, you know, friend of the show here, uh, MGM offers tackle props, which is fantastic. So um, look, there are things, it's more subjective than anything else, because we know uh, a, a reception is a binary outcome. It either happens or it doesn't happen. There's a subjectivity in terms of scorekeeper elements into a tackle. Is it a solo tackle? Is it an assist um, in like old school IDP fantasy football, which again, I don't, I don't play. It sounds miserable, but like solo tackles are like weighted more in betting tackles and assists. It doesn't really matter. So there are places where, uh, for instance, like I want to go after Antonio uh, Winfield, the safety uh, for the Buccaneers this week. This is a game where we know the Buccaneers, uh, we don't have any questions around how hard they're playing or if they're playing their starters. Um, safeties against the Panthers have thrived this season, which is a little bit interesting. And it's been stable all year all year long, they are averaging, uh, giving up basically uh, 15.8 tackles per game uh, to the safety position, which is about 18% above league average. Uh, and Carolina is actually a, a pretty decent play volume place, uh, even though they've been like kind of an inept offense. Uh, and then also it is the best assist place in the league by far at Carolina. Uh, you have an assist given out at 54.5% uh, clip, which is about 11.5% above league average. So again, 
you know, subjectivity here, we get a little bit more assists when we're looking at a bet and over. I want a, a spot where assists are uh, plentiful. So we want to go with uh, Winfield there. Um, a couple more. Like the first game, EJ Speed, linebacker who's filled in for Shaq Leonard, who got traded or obviously released and signed with uh, Philadelphia. He's filled in there in Indy. Uh, Indy has been uh, and also one of the great assist spots over the last couple of years. I have like three years rolling assist data. So uh, we're dealing with a, a pretty decent sample size of this. Being, yeah, I, guys, I am in the weeds here. Uh, but there's a pretty Congrats. massive edge to be exploited. It's the best place to yeah, be. And it's, yeah, absolutely. Great. I, I, I didn't markets, think, like, what's your favorite this. prop of the weekend? I didn't think Antoine Winfield was going to get mentioned for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. against the Carolina uh, Panthers. So that was pretty awesome. Speed. Right, exactly. EJ <laughs> Speed maybe, is out. Maybe just, maybe, maybe so just 30 more seconds here, Ryan, on this. Maybe just yeah. thirty more seconds on this, and we'll hit we'll hit golf real quick right after. Go ahead. EJ is available, so the uh, this is a, a number that just popped out about an hour ago. Uh, over eight and a half tackles and assists. This is uh, available on a few books, including MGM. Uh, plus money. EJ Speed is a uh, pre-voluminous tackler, uh, even in part-time duty. The last couple of years, we have ten, ten, and twelve the last couple of weeks, and Houston has given up uh, tackles to the linebacker position about 10% above league average. And then this is a top four spot for assists as well. We know play volume in that game. You guys have talked about Sirianni overs all year. Play volume is a good spot too, uh, over eight and a half for EJ Speed. Shane Steichen's been absolutely having a role. And I love, I think Keanu Reeves is going to be on this bet also, the speed over. We look forward to it. Give us in five seconds here, your one winner of the century this weekend in five seconds. Matthew Fitzpatrick. All right, David, to us in one second. That was pretty go. good. Uh, we are, yeah. we are out of time. Uh, so so we, get, we get golf, uh, sides and totals, and tackle props. Uh, EJ Speed and Antoine Winfield were Ryan's two favorites that he gave out on the show. Uh, uh, over at 4 for 4, Ryan has a whole article every week that gets posted with all his tackle props on Twitter at Ryan Noonan. Ryan, stay well. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, hour number three coming up on the other side. And in hour number three, more line movement for week 18. We'll start the playoff sim and we'll get bets for week 18 from our friend Eric Eager. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.